Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Taken Off Air. We are back for another week with me using this as a distraction from real life. Stefan eating as he is on a diet. So this is the first time he's had pizza in a week. Jordan, proper food in a week. Jordan pretending to be Australian by drinking Fosters. Yes, we know it's not actually Australian. Shut up. And Jay doing his best to get us all to represent the brand by delivering us all merch, which we are wearing, which... I know I will at least be removing at some point during the night because this room is too hot to wear a hat in. Strip cheese, strip cheese, strip cheese, strip cheese. Strip cheese. <laughs> Don't worry the heart, stop getting excited. <laughs> you can get this merch off at www.takeoffair.com. Hey! Yay! Yay! That was also, very loud. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash takeoffair or twitter.com forward slash takeoffair to follow us. Yeah, you get nice things like this hat, which has our nice little wavy logo on the front and taken off air written on the back. It's actually, um, what's it called? String. The logo's what's called a waveform wave logo, not a nice little wavy logo. No, I know. What's it called? It's not string. Thread. That's it. It's, it's sewn. It's made of thread. It's sewn Stitched. on, so it's actually decent quality, even though it's from, um, well, Jane wears his form. No, I don't, do not, like, tell people about our ch- child labour. <laughs> We, we don't get no it's it's not child labor we'll put the capital spin on it we are providing job opportunities to those young people suffering in third world countries I paid my penny. I'll, put, I'll, put the, I'll put the honest spin on it it's i mean it's not labor if i get paid i'm gonna swing it onto jay because i've got something coming in hold maybe on maybe i should eat in the mic jay look people like this don't they i don't i don't at all i don't uh, that's a file, absolutely utterly file. Well, welcome to Taking Off Air this week. We're joined by Jordan, who's going to be too busy watching the football, and you're going to be having them. Um, cry when Newcastle gets the ass kicked by Aston Villa. Not cry, more scream and throw the laptop across the room. Yeah, so you're going to witness um, Jordan bring this brand new laptop, and Stefan here. Stefan is on a liquid diet. And you so, might hear my phone going off in the background because I'm waiting on a phone call. I'm, I'm, I keep talking when I've got my mic muted. Smart. I'm going to try and mute my, my mic as fast as possible. I'm keeping my cursor on the mute button so that I can slam it as quick as possible when the phone rings, if it rings. But it's a slam case it as of, quick as possible. Is that your yeah. like? Is that how you? Is that what you do when you're in government's house? Slam quick, don't buy. He used to. No, he no, um, no. It's slow and methodical. <laughs> Jay, that's just when he's at yours. <laughs> yeah, my slim bang, thanks, your man. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Jordan's aged a bit. <laughs> Jordan has, he aged, has a bit. aged a bit. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. <laughs> has the stress of the football match made you go that quick? <laughs> oh, he's left. <laughs> it's like a magic act. <laughs> 
Which one are we going to get, young or old? Oh, it's young again. Do you know, you know, you know when, uh, you know when, um, uh, like famous people that, that have YouTube's and that, and they talk about one day when the kids take over it and stuff like that, right? For us, it's like one day what dads are going to take over it. It's just not going to be us here anymore. <laughs> Probably just do it backwards. Yeah. Good. Uh, I mean, Andy was a star of the show half the time anyway, so he was. Need to get him back into it. I mean, we say Jordan's Jordan's the young one, but he is turning grey on the sides, so... It's my grey Sam hair day. Right, lads. I like how Stefan's talking, but he's muted. I think our producer keeps muting him when I actually see him. And when you Jordan up saying he's going grey, and that he's only 27... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just talking to myself. Only reason Jordan's gone grey is being friends with us three. Yeah, don't yeah. Me. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna start going grey or white soon. If I've got anything like my granddad's jeans, I'm gonna be pure white. It depends enough. which half of the family's jeans you get your hair from. Because if it's a certain half of the family, you will just go bright white. There's the thing. If I if I've got it from granddad. Which he had the sort of same look as me. I mean, you have seen the child, mm. the photos of him as a child. He basically was me, and he turned. He started going white at like forty, fifty. So I've not got long left, and I'm sure I already saw grey hair this morning. But it might have just been the reflection. I found a grey hair the other week, but it wasn't on my head. Oh God! Dear <laughs> Lord, do 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 we dare ask where you found the grey hair? <laughs> no. That's when I start feeling my age. Is it, is it just grey hair or is it just lack of use? No, there was grey hairs. It's just well, lack of use for in all age, you got shoes. What, you think it was like dusty? It's like this, um, like, white chick scene where I just dust. Dear Lord. White Chicks um, was one of those films where I just couldn't, I struggled to sit there and watch it all the way through, but I was with a friend at the time, so I had to sit and watch it, because it was rude not to. Okay, yeah, the person who was trying to shag did want to watch White Chicks, so he watched it anyway. Yeah. That's what that sentence meant for everyone else. Yeah, I was just like, the embodiment mm. of perfect... Um, British, British culture. It's like I didn't want to do it, but I was obliged to. Ha ha ha! I see he's looking at his tears, well, just to prove it. Mm-hmm. We had this discussion yeah. before, Jay, when you disappeared. Well, like I'm, I'm, I'm the, um, I'm the German, but I'm being American. I've got pizza and I've got overpriced water for no reason. Kyle is meant to be the Italian-Russian, but he's been British, sitting there drinking tea and being polite. Jordan's meant to be the American, but he's been Australian, drinking Fosters, and he was upside down before when you weren't here. <laughs> I know the new episode that was released last week, well, over day, depends where you're listening to this too. Basically, we it was upside down Facebook, and I just can't wait to see the comments on it. It's, it's you know I did say I did see it, and my I be, even though I knew what it was, my brain still went. Yeah, I struggled. Some of the letters didn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> just try and read it upside down. Just you know how hard it is to have upside down letters. I had to go online and find uh, the best. Yes, upside I was down. To do a podcast when I was trying to not have upside down letters anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah, for which anyone... it was on purpose because what plan stuff doesn't go that well. <laughs> yeah, last week was chaotic for the best reasons, but chaotic as usual. Yeah, well, I saw it on the internet. Hopefully, so hopefully, I won't hopefully. Hopefully. so hopefully this week doesn't become a complete shit show. It's it's us. This this whole season is, is a shit show. Show last season was a shit show. We've just discovered that Jay can't say shit show. No, I keep Jackson one weekly. I can I, I keep thinking of shit show. I mean shit show. That's you can't even say shit show anyway. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Talking about shit show. Fuck yous. Talk about those horrible <laughs> bastard of the dogs. Put right. shit shoes in the dictionary. <laughs> Should see. Got a question for you guys. Me, me, and my lovely, lo- lovely partner have discussed this the other night, and I want to discuss this with you. I, f- I feel like this she is, is a forced and calling it a dog before you even no, ask. No, I feel like this is a forced conversation or like a threatened conversation. Considering he said "lovely," like "lovely," "lovely," just twice. I have a hormonal pregnancy. I feel like, I feel like she wants listening. to when he wants us to say no. I need to be nice. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, that's very uh, true. The, she is listening. She feeds me, me. I need to be nice. <laughs> uh, she feeds you fucking cheese sandwiches that you don't eat when you're pissed. Jay sounds like Jay sounds like more of a pet every single time we talk to. I'm I'm surprised as well. I thought it would have been the first thing you guys bought. <laughs> if she's got you a lead, that means you have to walk next to her. If she doesn't give you a lead, that means you can run and you might get run hit by traffic or something, then you're not her problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, Ashley's always the first one in the in the chats um, bullying me. Yeah, it's it's started. <laughs> <laughs> saying you do act like a pet. And bullying of me has started already. Right, guys. Hey, I didn't start it. It wasn't me this time. about animals, I've seen this on um, Twitter. Right, if you had to have a fight against an animal, which one would it be? What? A snail? Is this like any animal in the world? Any animal in the world. Dog. A snail? Why do you pick a dog? A dog might bite you. You just pick a snail in the whole way. Because I I don't like dogs anyway, so I have no qualms with drop kicking it over a fence onto the railway lines behind (laughs) my house. (laughs) We like to announce we do not condemn animal cruelty. Yeah, also the dog would definitely eat it. Alright, Kyle just said a dog. I'm going to have a great day in the fight. And also, I don't. It's not all dogs that I hate. Just the majority of dogs, because the majority of dogs will try and attack me. I am so. For some reason, I have because such a cat aura that dogs just don't like me instinctively. So, just Cal- don't don't make a dog go near me. I go dogs have good instincts. I have a feeling that Cow's Russian. He's going to end up killing the wrong guy's dog and getting like John Wick. No, it it would be if I ever do eventually get like a dog. It would be it would be like the only dog I ever care for. And if anything happened to that, I would murder the fucker that did anything to it. But I do prefer Mm -hmm. cats. 
and snakes and spiders and just about everything other than a dog. I find dogs too needy. Too needy, too energetic, too excitable. Anything that gets so excited that it it just jumps up and barks a, a leaf blowing by is just too much energy for me. So Benson. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I still like dogs. I, I, I do like dogs. I love I do love dogs, but I wouldn't I love people who have dogs because I can just pet it and be like, no go you can have your thing back. I do not like things that are too attachable. Well like well that need so much attention. This is a cat, a cat can stare at me and call me an arsehole as much as it likes. But I do not need to walk it. I do not need to make sure it goes on walks. I do not need to make sure it goes out of my house to have a shit or a piss. Hold on, you don't walk your cat? Who the fuck walks a cat? Oh, you've seen it online, man. There's the people who put a leash on a cat and go on a fucking walk with it. Why do you need a boat? I have taken ferrets for a walk before. I want to get a fucking leash for a snake and get a top hat and take a fucking snake with Kyle, a top Kyle, hat on a walk Kyle, and Kyle, scare Kyle, the neighbourhood. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> Snakes don't have legs, so the leash will fall off. If you put a harness on it, it's not. Anyways, we've all took a cat for a walk. We've took Kyle for it. We've been on a walk with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, but we, need, we don't need to make sure he gets a walk. He just does it himself. No, we do need to make sure he gets a walk. He'll be asleep all the time. Like, ah. <laughs> oh, that's why we turn up and wake him up randomly. That is very true. And we get bothered uh. for us. Yeah, his parents were pleased to see you. It was him that was upset. <laughs> it's very true. You know, fairness, yeah, I'm Sue and Andy are always happy to see us when, like, because of the odd guard, they're taking Kyle away. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's there half asleep looking at us. Oh, shit, they had to take you away. At least it's not the men in the white coats again, Kyle. We should dress up as men in my clothes just to take care of it. Honestly, anybody think, think, normal. anybody thinking these guys are kidding, they have shown up at my house before, <laughs> walked into my bedroom and chucked a fucking glass of water over my head to wake you, me up. You, you see it like we're just assholes. We were supposed to meet at 11am this day. It got to 12 and we had all met and Kyle was nowhere to be seen. We don't want to talk about being. <laughs> then it got to half past 12 and we had all met and debated whether to go to Kyle's or not. Then we drove about 20 minutes to Kyle's house, at which point he still hadn't responded to a message so we knocked on the door his parents answered me and uh, me and Jordan went out in the back garden was talking to his dad and Jay was talking to his mom, and then went up and woke him up so it's your fault for being two hours later what you were meant to be doing <laughs> it's not my fault I completely forgot what day it was and what I was doing that's what alarms are for I thought, it it was, I thought it was Sunday not Saturday <laughs> if it was that's Sunday you would have already done it <laughs> Wait, that's the thing. My brain works in mysterious and lovely ways where when I wake up, it could be... You could tell me it's the year 2066 and the fucking apocalypse has happened. And if I've just woken up, I would just go, uh-huh, okay, and go back to sleep. Isn't the apocalypse happening now? I don't know what this is. I thought it started last year. Yeah, basically it is. Don't say it's going to last yeah, in 2066. I'm not ready for that shit. We've already got the disembodied, not the disembodied, we've got um, people saying they're going to close down Parliament. What Parliament? Fucking Buckingham Palace. Deal, I mean. I like Buckingham Palace. Leave it alone. It's a beautiful piece of architecture. If we want to do anything with it, we need to to open it up so that people can live in it because it's got so many rooms, you could probably fit half of London's population in the fucker. Make it a massive B&M like that petition. 
Yes, no, that's making a, a massive, massive block of, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you, you own it, you make it a massive block of flats, you'll gain a fucking fortune because the amount of flats you'll actually own there and have lent, you'll be able to let out, <laughs> you'll be able to just fucking survive forever. There's not really much the idea of having a black, a black, uh, black of flats. It's going to be a black of flats with a lot of family being that racist. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should we should turn um, Buckingham Palace into student accommodation. That'd be a good party. Is it the, the only person who has ever been like sort of racist in the royal family is Philip, and that's because he's fucking awesome and he's a ghoul and he gets away with everything. He's not racist. He's just honest. He's like yeah. he doesn't discriminate against anyone. He just thinks everyone's beneath him. Yeah, he doesn't give a flying fuck. He just says what's on his mind, which what's which is what makes which him is, perfect. Because <laughs> he's the only person who everybody in the world can look at and know for a fact that if you try and have a conversation with him, he will not bullshit or prance around with you. He will literally just turn around and give you the straight, honest answer that's on his head, whether that's fuck you or not. <laughs> <laughs> I still think he's we should by a tribe as well. Exactly. Sorry. Anybody who's worshipped by an entire fucking tribe deserves to be fucking king. Right, Prince Philip, we need we need to have a petition to change his name to Barney the Dinosaur. He's not that purple, yes. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's going to end on that fucking purple. He's purple already. Yeah, but you can't preempt it. I am preempting now, but well, what if he changes his you, you you, green? You can't get me wrong for preempting things. What do you do in your spare time that you that um, requires preempt, preempting results? No. Uh, we all we all know you do um, a little browse sort of lad books and all the other stuff. Uh, do you know what? Uh, do you want to know something honest? Yes, go on. I haven't actually logged into. I haven't been on my lottery account for that long that they closed it and sent us my money back. <laughs> Skybet is actually what I use 90% of the time, and I haven't actually even logged into Skybet for over a year. Almost two years, in fact. Look at you. That's I've just logged in. I haven't used my lottery in so long that I've still got an account and everything, but it's just come up saying, please upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, it was like you haven't been on in like a year, and your cards ran out. So we're just going to send you the seventy-five pence back. Leave us alone. Seventy-five. What was left of it? What was it? A close, like a cashier's check. Seventy-five pence. It's just about bank transfer from Camelot. That's the best thing about the lottery. (laughs) I just. How did you get? The tickets are in round numbers. The winnings are usually in round numbers. How the fuck did you end up with seventy? Must have won something seventy-five and withdrew or uh, used the one used it, or something. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times on um, the national lottery, there uh, is like mini games you can go on. Yeah, I do do a little bit of scratch card and mini games, but generally only when I've got a like odd couple of quid left or something. I haven't been on my um, national lottery account in, in like probably three or four weeks. Look at the live books account left. I need to double check mine. We need what we need to do is win the lottery so that we can we can buy the church that they found for sale. No church. No, buying a church because then we can create the fucking religion of taking off air. <laughs> can, I, can I use all this talk of Buckingham Palace to segue randomly into my random fact of the month? Week, day, whatever this. 
this time that I've got the microphone in front of us, I'm going to do random fact. You can, but first I'm just going to say Jay's internet is still obviously having issues because his video's vanished. That's <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I got opened another app. Oh, no. Right, the experiment with the opera isn't working. <laughs> Buckingham Palace is the largest private residence in the UK. Right. Yeah. Yes. The second, worth three hundred million, is another palace. Right. Um, it's owned privately. It is a twenty-five bedroom mansion, mansion named Wittenhurst. It's London's largest private house. It features a seventy-foot-long ballroom, massage rooms, a gym, swimming pool. It's likely to become London's most expensive house because it's valued at three hundred million. Right. It said that the echo of the Grandia of Versailles, a 25-bedroom mansion with 70, uh, 70-foot ballroom, uh, whose yellow, blue, and gold ceiling took six months to paint and gild, right? Uh, the Gregorian Orangery is a three-story addition, has a basement with massage rooms, a gym, a swimming pool fit for Olympic athletes. This is Wittenhurst, London's largest private house. Right, the remod- when the remodeling is complete, it will spread over nine- ninety thousand square feet, second in size only to Buckingham Palace. Right. Now, the amazing thing about this is, uh, it's also likely to become the most expensive. It- it's in the the neighbourhood where Kate Moss lives. Right. How uh, does that was- make it expensive? Kate Moss again. Yeah. Well, no, it's just in an expensive area is what I'm getting at, right? Oh. But it was sold in 2008 for $50 million, but it was registered to a shell company, Saffron Holdings, in the British Virgin Islands, right? And nobody knew what would reveal the buyer. There's rumours that it is um, Andrei Gurachev, which is Russia's 28th richest man. But because it's registered to a shell company, even the lawyers and stuff that deal with it will not reveal who actually owns it. So nobody knows who owns the second largest bill, like private residence and possibly the most expensive private residence in London. I'd laugh if it's the fucking queen. And since 2008 as well. So nobody's known for like 10 years. I like those types of mysteries and stuff where it's like, who owns this? Nobody knows. And then it just like drifts into nothingness. But I will yeah. say... Can you imagine having a D&D session in that house? Having an argument. Oh, I could shoot 70 feet. Go ahead, then prove it. The ball looms down there. <laughs> yeah. It would solve a lot of issues. Do we not own a part of Buckingham Palace anyway? Like a 20% because we pay taxes. I don't think no, that's because so. No, no, because it's, no, because it's private, this- isn't it? It's, yeah. it's private. Every, it, I'm sure it's privately owned, and it doesn't. Yeah. It, so every, I was about to say it doesn't get repaired with taxes, but I'm pretty sure it, it does. It, it goes back to I can't remember, but it goes back in the royal bloodline to when uh, a king purchased his own property, his own land, and stuff. Basically, instead of just using the crown, so half of basically a certain amount of what the queen owns is the crown, which is what's given to her by the state, which is what she's got for being the queen. Um, and part of it, which Buckingham Palace, I'm sure, is included in it, is actually private to the Windsor family. So it was bought into her bloodline, so it's actually hers. So if she renounced the throne now and somehow a different royal family took over, she would still own that. So we would have to have a new palace probably built well, they're somewhere. Well, like, they're still just because the queen not goes, out, they? Oh, fuck you! No, they're just, they're just like, right, Windsor Castle. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's how it works. Some of it's private to the Queen, and some of it's part of the Crown. I can't remember exactly how much is on what side. Fair enough. I will research at some point, but not right now. <laughs> well, to be fair, I do find it quite interesting to like imagine that the. Um, yeah, imagine if the Windsor family just like the Queen just decided, right, we're not we're not the royals anymore. We're retiring and all that sort of stuff, and they just keep the palace. And it's like, right, you got to find a new thing. <laughs> They're looking up next door. Who owns this? I'll buy it off you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine a fiction note. Oh, that's what we should do. We should create fake fiction notices and post it through the like. <laughs> Also to the Queen. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna evict I don't think any I don't think even High Court Bailiff's gonna evict the Queen. I'm pretty sure that nobody could do it. Considering the considering the High Court is in representation of the Queen. Do you remember that time yeah. that um, the job the jobs um, centre in Blythe got like evicted? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that was funny. Now basically, the job centre in Blythe, yeah, where all the door bums in Blythe, where everyone in Blythe goes to, basically, the, the, the job centre got uh, eviction notice. They didn't accept the eviction notice and didn't acknowledge it. Then the locks got changed and there was letters on the doors and the, <laughs> and the employees at uh, the whole office was evicted. So they couldn't get in. Yeah, so basically all of Blythe was annoyed because they couldn't get their door money because it's not like any of them were. <laughs> that, that's just absolutely amazing. Can that, That's karma. It's karma. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're like fate people, going you, in your face. People have find a job before you pay them. Well, you find an office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll find an office and pay your bills. That's what we should do to Buckingham Palace. Fuck me and them. They should have a massive job centre there. <laughs> <laughs> no. If it's a big one, it'll be a job centre plus. You'll be able to put them, them little things on where you go and just touch the screen to find a job. <laughs> the job centre is the most useless place in the fucking world. Can we, all agree, can we all agree on that? No, even if you're looking for a job because they give you the most worthless advice ever no, no. and they don't actually give you any jobs that have anything to do with your qualifications. No, but you know them little machines, what you go on and you look? No. When, when I was unemployed, right, they've got the other hard little machines. I used to go to motor phones, so they had little machines. Yeah. And you could go on and you could look yourself about all the jobs they had available. So the job centre was useful for that because you could go in, not deal with anyone, look for what you want to look for. And they do actually have the pick of jobs because they get notified first before people advertise them usually. So it was uh, useful for that. I can't remember what they're called. Do you think the Queen has an, as paid, a homeowner's manual? A homeowner's manual. This is the thing. This is one of the topics that I found, right? And this links in quite nicely. Canada, when you buy a house, gives you a homeowner's manual and it goes through everything, like talking about your foundation walls, your your bloody um, exterior finishes, your roofs, 
your corking, your hardwood floors, how to preserve them and keep them maintained and everything, your doors, your windows, your heating, and it goes into the different types of heating. It's so Canadian. It goes into gas furnace, oil furnace, electric furnace, propane furnace, integrated heating, electric baseboard. It it talks about the shutoff valves, the hot water tanks, and all that. It's literally a full-on maintenance and like instruction manual on a on owning a house it's 185 pages long and it seems like the most brilliant document in the world because it literally tells you right any problems in the house this is how you deal with it hold, hold on or if you want to know about your house this is everything that is in your house that is done to your house so you know what it is it even goes on about subfloors and everything. Yeah, but it's how, absolutely like, amazing. How many pages would it be for a palace? Because a palace isn't the same size as a house. Well, I, I don't know, because some of it is just general stuff. Like, it talks about different, like, heating and all that sort of stuff. So I think that would, a lot of that would be the same. I think it would just be bits and pieces about, like, the layout and the extra rooms that would be added on for the Buckingham Palace. I want to see the book of Palace, how big it would be. Yeah. Bleh. Can you not talk? No. English? English is no speaky to the... Hey. Hey, Kyle. Uh, uh, so I thought, my, my thought process there in response to yours, what, in response to your thing was, if the Queen owns a, a house in Canada, then yeah, she would, because she would have gotten this, Yeah. Yeah. Because my first question, I was going to be sarcastic and I was going to say, you've said, does the Queen have a homeowner's manual? Then you said, in Canada. She's not in Canada, but she might have won. So I googled. No, I, it, it, was Queen... more, it was more a case of, what would the homeowner's manual be like in Britain if you got one in Britain? Right, no, <laughs> I took a literary, so I googled, does the Queen own property in Canada? Do you know what came up? I'm guessing she owns a palace. No, the land of Canada is solely owned by Queen Elizabeth II, who was also the head of state. Only 9.7% of the total land is privately owned, while the rest is crown land. So no, she doesn't own a property in Canada, she owns Canada. She owns Canada. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a country ownership manual, never mind a owner's manual. (laughs) That's how badass the Queen is. I will point out that it's technically... Uh, due to old sovereign deeds and she doesn't technically own Canada like Canada is its own country and has its own governments and laws and things like that but technically she is the sovereign of Canada it is part of the colonies also uh, I found out that so it was the land in Canada is solely owned by Britain's Queen, who was also the head of state. Canadian law and most provinces evolved from British common law, so instead of directly owning land, Canadians technically have land tenure. That means that they only own an interest in an estate. So technically, if you buy a house in Canada, you, you don't own the land own, at all. You, you know, you own, you buy a small part of the Queen's estate. But it's a, like a lease. No, uh, so no. so it's it's like buying a leasehold house in England. You don't own the land. You just you don't really own anything. You just live there, yeah, <laughs> and pay money, and exorbitant amounts of money. The Queen, the Queen, technically well owning land in Canada, simultaneously because of it's not all British common law and, and like lawfully would not own land in Canada. Though she has the right to stay in the Governor's General Palace whenever she wants. 
So sh- whenever she visits Canada, she can just stay in the governor's palace. Just basically. Yep, there we go. Done. I mean, I'm pretty sure the royal family can do that anywhere. I feel like if they visited anywhere, they would just be invited to stay in any sort of palace or whatever. But she doesn't have to be invited. It- she could just fly to Canada now and then walk up and knock on the door and go, right, I'm coming in. They couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> uh, can you imagine can you imagine he on a knock on the door opening the front door and just seeing the queen stood there just <laughs> get the bags just hello get the bags I'm staying the night apparently <laughs> in London you only you only own a place in London for 99 years yeah you do didn't I see somewhere that didn't I see somewhere that there was a parking that like some of the parking spaces in London are more expensive than four bedroom houses up here? Yeah. Like some you you pay a hundred and something grand for a parking space in London. And that's just somewhere to park your fucking car, never mind live. Well you can park a motorhome in it, then technically it's both. <laughs> hey. London is an expensive place to live, it's really expensive. Not many people who actually own a house own anything in London without co-owning it or co-happening in London it's, it's why it's, it, it's, it's why I know Suits isn't based in London like the TV show but it's all the same premise of all like the high flyers and people like that will just live in flats and shit because yeah, it, it's, pro- it's probably easier to pay rent every month than it is to buy a fucking place. Yeah, it's um, yeah. A, lot, a lot of big cities like London and Chicago and New York. New York and everything. It's all... Then, then what they do is when they retire, they'll be move out of London and then they would have enough money easily from whatever they've sold, whatever they did own, to, to have, like... There was someone um, I knew who had... Uh, there were... Uh, they worked in the prisons and stuff like that and they had a, a, a flat in London and they sold it and up north here near us they were looking to buy a B&B that's how much money they had off a flat in London compared to property here yeah it's and absolutely it, renovated it and got it opened and got a business running off the money they got off that little flat yeah so, and the flat would have been tiny the flat would have been like a one bed piece of shit <laughs> so yeah Honestly, it is fucking ridiculous. It it's not exactly as if London's nice though. It's a complete shithole. Every European I mean, in, city in, is a shithole, but expensive to live in. No, ex- no offense to it's because it's the capital and it's got that status. No offense to Chicago either, but when when we were saying like, but your city's a piece of shit. When we were saying like big epicenters and economic epicenters and stuff, and we went London and New York and stuff, I did not expect Jay to throw out Chicago because the only thing I know about Chicago is, is it's windy. Is gangsters gangster films and the film Chicago? That's yeah, it. so you got Chicago is a rich. City, it is a living city. You see, because of the, because of the fact that all, the only <laughs> things I know about it are from gangster films and stuff. In my mind, it's a complete slum. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, then again, London is a complete <laughs> slum. I go and Kyle's got Bugsy Malone playing in his head. I do. <laughs> hey, what you do with it, Johnny? Well, they're the only films that seem to have anything to. Any sort of films to do with Chicago, it's usually always some sort of gangster film where you just see the shit side. Oh, Will, so. Will, hold on. I've just realised Will's here. Will she owns here. fucking swans, though. I will say, though, Will, will said she owns swans, but uh, you can you can basically be... You're not allowed to kill or eat a swan because it's a queen's. Yeah, that's common 
like thing in this country, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not. It's it's only on the River Thames. So you can eat swan. <laughs> not every swan, but every swan technically belongs to the Queen. Yes, she also owns whales. She owns anything that comes within a certain distance of the British shoreline, doesn't she? Not whales. Well, she does own whales as well, but she likes to forget about it. Yes, it is only certain breeds of swans as well. I'm just talking to chat now. No one else is. <laughs> I keep forgetting we've got chats. Um, well, Cal answers us phone. Um, Adrian Welkledge is saying, hey, Jordan. It's Aiden. Aiden. <laughs> Jordan's muted because he's watching football. Hi, Aiden. There you go. I think that's the best you're going to get out of him right now. It is. So when I hop over Aiden's like comment on Facebook, it comes with one little friend, he, Jay Valkledge. So they must be related. Maybe they're not. Probably not. It's Maybe just it's coincidence. It's like an inception of Valkledges. <laughs> so the Valkledges are taking over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I think Newcastle go, had a go because Jordan just um, did something funny with his mouth. <laughs> Although let go all in, that's why I did something funny with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> watch the replay, Jordan just yawns. Yeah, I, I don't even watch the replays. I listen to the listen to the audio files. There's video <laughs> files for everything we've done since jo- them using this um, platform, and. I'm scared to have a look at all the video files of what we do. <laughs> Just see what you've missed. In like half the time, my screen, I'm like when I look at my screen, all I can see is just Google searches and just checking Same. my social media. Rather than looking at the screen that has us in, and I keep again, we've got chats. So I apologize, um, Will and Aiden, for not acknowledging yours. That's why you will. Well, that's so we just bloopers off you for. Uh-huh. We've been discussing that for a while because there's definitely more bloopers than actual usable content. In our fairness, a lot more bloopers have been added onto our actual episodes. <laughs> like yeah. last week when we fucked up. Well, not when we fucked up. When I fucked up. When my internet provider fucked up. Um, and, th- and then streamed an entire meeting to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that streamed an entire, entire private meeting, private meeting between side Productions to Facebook, and I'm glad. Oh, we only had um, Stefan's brother watching at the time. Nothing, nothing, nothing's private when Jay's got a fucking internet connection. I don't know. <laughs> Found that out the hard way. Uh, I I do I do apologise for muting. Um, I've got important phone it's calls. Okay. Also, also, uh, the cap isn't made from the same place as the t-shirts and stuff. So, no, the t-shirts are made in Nicaragua. The t-shirts are made made in Nicaragua. The cap was made in Bangladesh. This was made in Bangladesh. So, they're made from cotton. I would assume (laughs) cotton or polyester. You get a flash of Jay's stomach tattoo there because he can't. Nobody wanted that. He can't hear either. He's got he's got his headphones off. Quickly abuse. <laughs> I like how his hair doesn't change style when he's just messed it up or not. I mean, it has a bit. Remember the YouTube instant Jane Stefan. 
Which YouTube incident? I don't remember the YouTube incident. Basically. Wait, what YouTube incident? You, who, who hoodies are made in Bangladesh? Okay. Jay, we're getting told, remember the YouTube instant, Jay and Stefan? Oh, it's the what first YouTube It's the first ever time we used this platform. Like, one of the first ever times we still use this platform. We found out we could stream to YouTube and can't stream to, own, to our own YouTube channel because we haven't got enough subscribers or whatever. Funny. So I, yes. I stream to my own private YouTube, like my own YouTube, personal YouTube account. And, like... It had nearly two hours of me, Stefan, and Ashley having a bitch and live editing. Yeah, so we were chatting away and he was editing everything. There was two hours of it just on his automatically saved and uploaded onto his YouTube channel before he realized. <laughs> yeah, if nothing else, we are consistently fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are consistently inconsistent and unprofessionally professional. <laughs> uh, no, just unprofessional. No. We tried professional, but we Kyle, you're, it's just occurred to me that you're on the topics and you left when we were about ready for a topic after not having a topic all episode. Is this just going to be the episode with no actual topics? No, one of the topic was the Canadian Homeowners Manual. Oh, so, well, we did have topic. topic. Yay! Yeah, we've done one. <laughs> we did one. <laughs> um, why am I getting a? Why am I getting a YouTube link in our? Click, I honestly thought that click was spam. The button and see what happens. <laughs> I honestly thought that was spam. I'm it not is. clicking the button because every time I get sent links from anybody in these chats, including <laughs> you, what? It is usually something I do not want to watch ever and want to burn in my like eyes. Off. You're worse than us. You I are pretty not. much worse than us, to be honest. I yeah. send. I send nice stuff. Between, I think between all of us, we're all kind of um, determined to damage each other's retinas. We are. And that's in our, that, that's in another business. Okay, especially. That's in our, like, in another business chat, so don't worry about that, it's nothing to do with taking off air. Yeah. It's just... I, I will say, I will say, I think we need to find inspiration from Albert Einstein. I'm going to go to the call before and you start for- another topic. This is just a very quick have you, one. Have you just looked at the website chat? What chat's going to be having a better time than us? Me and Ashley are going to make our own chat in Blackjack and a hookah. <laughs> and hookah. Yes. Ashley laugh on your mic. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, I'm going to go to the toilet. That's when we don't take notice of things. This is why we take notice of all the chats. Oh, because I have a better idea than us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have fantastic ideas. As yeah, we're just not good at executing them. Yeah, which should take inspiration from Albert Einstein, because a book, there was a book published which was 100 Authors Against Einstein, which was primarily published to disprove Einstein's relativity. So Einstein responded... Why a hundred? If I were wrong, one would be enough. That's our type of attitude. I think we should strive to be that. Just motherfucker, one would be enough. Hey, prove me wrong. Actually said that Will didn't say that he's the hooker. That doesn't make it any worse. (laughs) At least we know where he's been. France. France. (laughs) 
I want to talk about the because we're talking about how the queen the queen owns Canada. Yeah, Uh, I'm just talking to you basically at this point because Jay's away and John's got his headphones headphones on. (laughs) Oh no, no, hello, John. (laughs) So the (laughs) (laughs) so I want to talk about the uh, the most civil exchange of borders in the world, and it's (laughs) not. It's not the one where they keep on moving the flag every few months just to say this is in exchange chocolate and stuff. And different alcohol, though. It's the. This is to do with Belgium and the Netherlands. Okay. Well, uh, Belgium was created out of nothing, wasn't it? As like a buffer. Yeah. Well, this thing, the Netherlands and Belgium. Uh, this is an article from 2018, so it's a. So it's a few years old, but it's still really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they peacefully adjusted their national borders by swapping a large tract of land in a bid to resolve a police jurisdiction nightmare at the frontier. The area affected, which was the size of 27 football fields, sits east of the Belgian city of Vies and west of the Dutch village of Ijstan and on the River Maus. <laughs> the River Maus. <laughs> Wait, it's like Maus. It's Maus, but I'm assuming they. It's like mouse or some shit. But uh, you, you tried with the town, you give up on the river. Yeah. As of 2018, the country's border now goes down the centre of the river Maus, with the Netherlands <laughs> taking control of just over 40 acres of new land, while Belgium adopts around eight new acres. The change was made after a peninsula on the river gained a reputation for lawlessness because of the geographical difficulties policing it from the Belgian side, which on paper controlled it. So the river, if the river's like that, it was technically belonging to this side, but there was a bit of area here that belonged to them. Yeah, so the they owned a bit on the other side of the river, and they couldn't they couldn't really police it because it was just that bit on the other side of the river. So to solve it, what they've done is swapped a bit. And apparently, Belgium and the Netherlands had the same sort of situation where the Netherlands had a little bit on the wrong side of the river, and Belgium had a little bit on the other wrong side of the river. So you know, all of like taken those two bits of land and just said, "Do you want to swap?" That was in two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> Yeah. So what they're saying is, in 2018, they couldn't have built a bridge. No, I think it's, it's, more like it's impossible to cross the river. <laughs> I just feel like it's more of a fixing an annoyance type thing. Of the both wanted their just their countries to be. <laughs> it's sort of like having two encroaching territory things, isn't it? It's like you've got a point into one country and a point into other countries, and all you need to do is just do a swap, and you sort. That means you've got a, a clear separation of a river. God damn which the river, the most ruining everything. It, it's the best <laughs> sort of border I think you can get. Really, it's like a clear sec. It's a clear section splitting you. It's like this is def- this is defiantly the border. This is the border. It can you can tell this because there's water running there. <laughs> well, like I said, Belgium was pretty much created out of nothing. So surely the river was there when Belgium was created. So they've done that. And not thought it would be a problem. Like, why didn't they just use the river as a border in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, assume, None of this makes I'm, assuming, sense. I'm assuming it was just like an oversight. Like the, ju- <laughs> I'm a, a map and then it, that'll do. 
No, I'm honestly imagining it. with the shape of half of the countries. I am honestly imagining that when the when the went on the map, it just free handed it on the map and just ended up going. Oops, shit! I went over the lines like a child drawing in a coloring book. Have you seen uh, Will's contribution to clean oh, things up? In the enclaves, there's a part of India which is in a part of Bangladesh, which is in a part of India, which is in a part of Bangladesh. Yeah, that makes. That I, think I know what he. I think I know what he's talking about. But yeah, that's that's clearer. That's like the island within an island within is an it, island within a river. Is the is the enclaves in India, which is in Bangladesh, which is in India and Bangladesh? Is that because of the river Moose? Is it in the wrong place? Is that what's on? It's probably because it's a different river. Every time a country's fucked up, it's a river moose. Oh, sorry, the river mouse. Was it mouse or moose? Mouse? It's it's mouse. It's M A U S E. But I don't know if it's the. I don't know if it's the, like named in Belgian or named in, the like Netherlands language. What's the Netherlands? Dutch. That's the one. That's so, the one, Carl. So I don't know whether it's Dutch or Bel- Belgian. I can't remember the names of languages tonight. What the fuck is wrong with this? I was about to say Bel- Belgiumese. God damn it. We will have to chat conversation. So yeah, an enclave of a country within a country uh, like Leicester or the Vatican. Um, also, um, isn't... Aren't um, foreign ambassador, uh, uh, ambassadors, foreign embassies technically enclaves because they're technically the land of the. So if you have like the Canadian embassy in the UK or whatever, it would technically be Canadian, even though, like, isn't that a technical little. I don't know. Would it not be classed as you're sort of. You're like a landlord renting out the space to another nations? It, it is, um, but I believe it's classed as the. Because it's a representation. Um. Or like a representative of a country in another country, I believe it's meant to be the country that it's representing rather than the soil. It's under. I don't know. I can't remember. Who knows? Belgium is absolutely fucked up in terms of how it's drawn out and divided. I agree, but that's because it was just done to calm things down when Germany gets annoyed. Okay, I think I know why the fucking border is so fucked. Because the river literally goes in a straight line and then goes like that. Oh, so they, they thought that just drawing a line like that would have been fine. Yeah, this is the, the river is a border. The, the river literally is like a massive squiggly line. It, it looks like the outline of a horse, to be honest. But it's got like it's got a line and then a square jut into the economy. That's not that's not a problem. Most rivers are like squiggly lines. There's not a river that I know of in existence that is arrow straight. You can still just make the river the border. No, I know, but it's like a ridiculous. It, it's got like a ridiculous wonk in it. It's weird. <laughs> a ridiculous wonk. Rivers are full of ridiculous wonks, also known as meanders. <laughs> that's what it is. It's a wonk, isn't it? No. <laughs> Willy Wonka's true name was Mister Meander. <laughs> Mr. Rivers. <laughs> Most Rivers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. Why the fuck is that song from the head now from the What What the fuck? It's just ignore me. We usually do. Yeah, I know you usually do ignore me. Everyone ignores me. I don't ignore you. I'm a tea party. I don't ignore you most of the time. Some of the time. 
<laughs> Some of the time it's kind of required. An Indonesian pity party. <laughs> <laughs> One time he unmutes his mic this episode. Jay, what's your favourite river in Indonesia since we're talking about rivers? Oh, any rivers in, in, in Indonesia? You should. I was uh, I was actually waiting on him just having like a random river just pop in his head and just bang. I'm going to search up rivers in Indonesia just to... Uh, the South China Sea. Um, okay. The South Sea isn't in Indonesia. No, no, the South China Sea, you know what it says. Do you like the Solo River? Or the Fly River? I like how this has become a geography episode. This is based on things the Queen owns. I like, I like <laughs> Sepik. Well, I need to charge my laptop. Anyway, I don't I know to anything in at the start. I don't know anything to do with geography, so I don't know. Right, I like the ocean or the Mushy River. The Mushy River has a nice bridge. The Mushy River. The Mushy River. Isn't the why does the Mushi River sound like it's in Japan or China? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I think it's Musi. It's M-U-S-I. It's only, that's only 750 kilometers. You see, the Fly River is oh, a thousand. Musi. <laughs> yeah. It's a Musi. Uh, it's in, in southern Sumatra. Um, I don't know where any of these places are. I failed geography. <laughs> it flows through Plembang. I don't know anything. I don't. I. We go on a road trip. You guys better bring a fucking map because I will take you lost around these countries. The whole point of a road of a road trip of a road trip is to get lost. There's no need for maps. We don't need maps where we're going. Okay, just let me drive then. I'll take you to the fucking end of the earth. No, you won't. You take us to fucking America while it's going to Australia. I would, but I'd also end up taking you to the edge of the earth and you'd see those those fucking monsters drawn on the edge of maps and you'd be stood there going, how the fuck did we get here, Kyle? <laughs> You've broken reality. <laughs> to be honest, like, if you were in charge, what was going to be thinking how would be the only person to prove that the earth is flat somehow. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I took a left at Germany, a right at Russia, and somehow I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I don't know how long actually will take to drive around the whole entire world from one to start off there with this oh, head out of the door. Okay. I'm sure one of the topics we've done it was someone doing a journey which was basically the entire span of like excluding America and like the island nations it was the big chunk of land that is basically Europe so like the very far corner of Russia like the very tip top point which is out over line in Australia or something yeah. Yes. To like the very furthest point, and it was something like it would take years to do. You know how you said I should dye my hair the uh, the sweat beside blue. Yeah. Well, there was just a knock at the door as hair dye got delivered. No. This is happening. <laughs> just wait till next week. We can all have sweat beside blue hair. <laughs> You can't because there's apparently a lot of joy. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like in the future, Stefan's going to be one of those people who... It, he's going to be one of those old people that buy something from the internet, and but, like, it, 
hundred carrots turn up at his door because he clicked the wrong button. <laughs> no, I got the right amount of hair dye. It's just that uh, you can dye multiple hairs with it, like not individual hairs. Like I you know what I mean. Fucking hope so. Just where's the blue hair dye? Well, this one's blue. <laughs> this one's pink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Is that the thing we're going to, we're going to do now? Just dye our hair to step aside. <laughs> just dye just our, our singular hair, our like colours. We're going to represent all colours with our hair now. I think I would have to do it during the six weeks holiday, and it would have to be that temporary stuff where it disappears oh, within a couple it's of weeks. Semi permanent, so it will come out. Oh, gee, yes. Me and you can do it, right? We can do, like, bets and things against each other, which we always like doing anyway, but the wager can be one dyed hair each time. <laughs> so, actually, whoever ends up with a whole head of hair dyed. It's a loser. It's a loser. <laughs> How many bets would that take? How many hairs on average yeah. does a fucking human have? Well, give give me a J a few months. Do me and Biden and Stefan speak um, our foreheads and go, we're not going to have much hair left anyway. <laughs> Uh-huh. Exactly, we're going to be fine. We're just going to put the halo around the back. <laughs> it's going to come to a point where we're just going to like end up getting tattooed on our forehead or like on our heads. We're just so going to day, we're just going to have ponytails left, and we're going to start wearing orange robes. <laughs> so hold on a second. <laughs> you would end up having at least a hundred thousand bets to get fully blue hair. Have you okay, seen so how much me and Stefan gambled? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen how much me and Stefan have gambled in the past? Literally, no, general bullshit like me and Jay just chatting literally usually two, three times a conversation, you just get, you want a bet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I want to make a bet that Stefan's going to be the first one to die his hair. A bet I am. Yes, I won this bet. So you need two hair strands now. Oh, yeah, but if you've won that bet because I'm the first one to dye my hair, that means that I've also won the bet because I set up at a arm. So then you lost the bet, so you have to dye your hair. Okay, I guess I've got one. <laughs> you got more hair. You got more um, singular blue hair than me at the minute. I only got one singular one. You've got like three now. Kyle Ashley says if you use crazy color, it washes out easy. Uh, the last time I used Crazy Colour was at a Halloween party. Someone sprayed it into my hair and turned it silver, and it took a week for it to come out. No, that was the grey hair. <laughs> it's still <laughs> a week for it to come out. You didn't wash yourself, but it's still there. It was meant to be white, and it sprayed it, and it turned to grey. He can't defend himself. <laughs> He's too busy watching the football. I don't know if yeah. the disappointing look was at us or the football. Probably the football. Newcastle's getting an ass kicked by Aston Villa. Probably us. Oh, I'm watching more buffering than out else. Oh, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Oh, yeah, Talk to us then. It's more interesting anyway. Then you can just watch Match the Day later. I was watching the F1 practice sessions on YouTube earlier because some legend ended up st- ended up streaming the entire thing from the F1 uh, subscription site on YouTube for over 4,000 people to watch for free. It got tucked down. Within five minutes, he had the stream back up. This happened about six times while I was watching the damn thing. The guy just kept on getting, like, kept on getting his live stream cancelled for violating the <laughs> service. And then five minutes later, it would just be back up. <laughs> it just sounds like me when I'm bored. 
I'm going to search to see if his account's still active because if his account hasn't been tugged down, it's a fucking miracle. Because he must have had like 20 viola- violations within like 20 minutes. I don't think you're getting out of this because Ashley says the sprays are shit, but the actual Debbie dies are better. <laughs> Ash, send us, send us a link to them. I want to see what they like because if, if it's during the six weeks holiday, I probably would be able to do it. So. As long as it comes out within six weeks. I can't wait till your reactions next week. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I have to refrain, retain, like, keep asking me questions. It's like, so then, let's see it. Are you just going to keep on having to... You two are fucked if you actually do do this bet shit. Do do. It will be a month... Or less until both of your heads are bright fucking blue. It's gonna be by Tuesday. But you will have blue hair, but we'll have still a normal streak in the middle. That's the winner. Who has the nicest streak? You will both turn up with a full blue head of hair. I was like, who the fuck won? And then one of us just like, this one hasn't died. Cameron, it's a message for you in the chat. I know there's a message for me. You'll get your fucking turkey, Wellington. Well, you need, to, you need to make the turkey wellington before you get the dye. Yeah. That's how it works. Put the fucking dye on the turkey wellington, you can have a blue turkey wellington. <laughs> a dye for a dye? Oh, there's this dye for random objects and food particles. That's that's something that I've always been like quite interested in, is the different reactions to chemicals and stuff. I wonder how much you could actually die before something just appears that you cannot die at all. Like, the dye just slips right off and it refuses to... You, right, you said I'm, I'm interested in the different reactions chemicals and stuff have. I'm wondering how much you can die. I thought you were talking about anthrax. <laughs> well, I'm talking about acids and stuff like that as well, but you know. I wonder how many people can die before I get caught. <laughs> yeah, that brings me to the f- another topic. Does it? Yes, this is a topic is. in 1971 or 72. It's not 100% sure it which, which uh, period. Hold on, hold on. You said it's a topic in 1971, so it's not now. What did you mean it was set in? It, it was set in <laughs> then. Uh, it's to do with Stanford students oh, God. in the early days of the internet using ARPANET accounts at Stanford's AI laboratory, they engaged in a commercial transaction with their counterparts at MIT. This was the first this was the first ever recorded situation of online shopping and things being bought and sold online. The first ever product sold on the internet was weed. So it was <laughs> And it was the Stanford oh, students buying a bag of weed from the MIT students. Well, it's not, students don't have anything else, though, do they? Just weed and coffee. And you're going to smoke coffee. That's, that's like, yeah, lifeline. True. The first time I think online up, was that, a bag of weed. That sums up the internet in a nutshell. Yeah. The fact that the first thing ever bought on it was a bag of weed. Not a pizza, not like an actual item or anything like that. In their defense, it is an actual item. Yeah. How, it is. how can you say the bag of weed is not an item? It is a bag. 
the the okay. issue is te- some some people claim it it didn't isn't technically the first case of online shopping because the money wasn't exchanged online it was only network it was networked and then the money was exchanged oh, in person i don't believe that doesn't in, in, which, in which case that's just like gum train stuff so yeah but see so that's not online shopping but the uh, the the next the next one with uh, the trail leads to the next record case by this company, which is 1984, when a 74-year-old British grandmother named Jane Snowball used a video text, which was essentially a TV connected to f- uh, phone lines, to order provisions from her local grocery store, which included margarine, eggs, corn, and cornflakes. However, the groceries were delivered by hand, and Snowball paid for them in cl- in cash. So no, like, that one's not e- that one's not even sure if it's counted. No, the first true e-commerce transaction hey. didn't happen until 1994. Slacking. With the advent of the internet as we know, as we more or less know it, uh, though Pizza Hut often gets credit for the first e-commerce transaction because they started selling pizzas online in late August 1994, the actual credit actually goes to Dan Conn, a 21-year-old entrepreneur who ran a website based in New Hampshire called NetMarket. On August 11th, Conn sold a CD of Sting's 10 Summoner's Tale album to a friend in Philadelphia who used his credit card to spend $12 plus shipping costs in a transaction that, for the first time ever, was protected by encryption technology. So The first uh, thing ever bought was Sting's album. That's an interesting thing. So did you know? Did you just know that the button in there, as we know, is technically the same age as us? Yeah. Because I found this out a while ago, but I, I forgot to mention it. And the other thing as well is that um, is something I forgot. Oh no, you're talking about online shopping and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Online shopping is where you buy and pay for something online, and then somebody who isn't the person that sold it, i.e., the postman I, or courier, comes and knocks on the door and gives you it. My postman this morning, right, posted a letter through the letterbox, then knocked on the door because you had a mind, does, mind does not sometimes. Right. Yeah. So I was like. This idiot, I was like, he posted the letter, then knocked on the door, and he, I was like, yeah. I was like, well, so then I had to walk up, bend down, pick up the letter, then open the door and get the parcel. Why didn't you just give us the letter with the parcel? She was like, oh, he does it all the time. Like, it's a normal thing. I was like, that's not okay. You just got, you could knock on the door. And she was like, well, yeah, but if you're not in for the parcel, I was like, well, then he can post the letter. He's got a poster slip saying he was here, and I haven't got the parcel anyway, so... Now you see the what the ones around here. They do, if they've got like letter, if they've got like letters and parcels and stuff, they will knock on the door, see, see yeah. if you're in. And if if you're not, they'll put they'll like either leave it in a designated place that like you said, which is usually next door neighbours, or they'll just leave it on your porch. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, he posted the letters, then knocked so I get the parcel. Like, why? Did it's, he not post the letters, go back to the van, and then realise no, he had a parcel? It was literally, I heard the letterbox go like that, a letter hit the floor, and then a knock on the door. Uh, I, have a, I have two postmans, you know, like one comes around early morning, that's just a letter guy. Oh. And another one comes around with just the actual parcels. Jay's posh because he has Jay, two postmans. Yeah. It sounds like Jay's got a fucking drug dealing gang thing going on. He's got he, he gets stuff delivered in the morning, and then he gets his afternoon delivery just to make sure. Yeah, the morning, in the morning and take payment, and then they drop it off in an alley in the afternoon. He has to go get it. <laughs> That's yeah. the wild mail for you. The wild mail drug dealer. Hey, God! Honestly, wouldn't be surprised sometimes. 
We had a letter and a box, right? The box got put on the scales and everything. They said, oh, it'll cost this much. And <laughs> the letter weighed more than the fucking box, but because it fit through the letter thing, it was okay and we didn't have yeah. to pay shit for it other than the stamp. <laughs> but because the box was a box, we had to pay. <laughs> what What yeah. if you just get a letter, but in a big box, but in another big box, but in another big box and ship it off or something? Well, no, because then you'd have to pay for the letter as well, you dick. No, not the letters and stuff. What, what I've learned from this is every single thing I'll post from now on is going to be able to fit through a letterbox. So you may get something or a hundred pieces, but it'll get posted <laughs> for free. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Just send it through in letters. Em- as long up. as it's in an envelope, it's fine. Ooh, what? I'm going to ship a letterbox sized envelope with a box in, and I'm going to fill it with lead. See if it try and charge us. Why? Why? Because it'll be really heavy. Why lead? Because lead's really because, heavy. Because lead's heavy but cheap. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I go, when I get that, so it's gonna be definitely heavy and cheap. It's really heavy. You're gonna have to pay for it. I'll be like, it's a letter. Look, it fits in that box. I'll post it and then probably break the doors. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the old man. Poor wait, that the whole thing of the postman old. That's the whole thing of the old. The postman's an old man's kind of gone out the window because a lot of the postmen nowadays are just young lads. Well, but like it's the thing of the old man postman trying to pick up this fucking lead letter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how much an a, probably an A4 size bit. Probably you can get like a parcel. Yeah. I'm gonna see. How, obviously, I'll, I'm gonna buy some lead and send it to you, Kyle. We'll see if this works. <laughs> you can get you can get an A3 letter shape because because yeah, three won't fit through a, the door. It will because it's still the no, not not the door, but it'll fit through the post office's letter yeah. sheet things because they've got the spots. Yes, because I've uh, we've I've checked this. They've got the normal uh, letter size. They've, then they've got the big ones because it's basically it's usually certificates and official documents come in that size, right. So they've got a little, they've got a little notch on their measuring thing, which is just a bit of plastic with some holes cut out, with different th- <laughs> sizes labelled on, and they just push it through and see if it, see if it fits. If it does fit, then yeah, it's all there. <laughs> I'm gonna Google: Is there weight limits to us in the UK? There probably is, to be honest. Knowing our <laughs> government, they've probably real. Someone has probably tried this in the past and realised. I think there is a weight limit to be honest because I can't we will not be the first <laughs> we probably won't be the if last we are the first, we have to, if we are the first we have to record it <laughs> oh hold on hold on to that is the weight limit me two kilograms so yeah <laughs> can you just pose two kilograms of lead then yes Actually, hold on hold on a second. so 
Hold this on. is two point three kilograms. So you can you can send the weight of this. That's a canny weight. <laughs> yeah. So items in the Royal Mail small parcel limit and a weight of two kilograms, which increases to five kilograms if the contents are made up entirely of printed paper and goods such as letters, documents, and magazines. So if Ooh, I empties I out point three kilograms of paper, <laughs> if I empty it. I think that's just like a ream of paper, honestly. If I emptied out 0.3 of a kilogram from this dumbbell, like just emptied out some of the sand from inside, I could post this to you guys inside a letter. Well, if I'm I could gonna, squash it. What I'm going to do is look at the Royal Mail website properly. All right, All right I've got it. So uh, The Royal Mail will have different lower a limits. Letter, a letter, maximum weight 100 grams, and then it's got the maximum amount in that. Uh, a large letter is 750 grams, and a small parcel is 2 kilograms. So the maximum letter would be 700 grams. 750 grams. 750 grams. So it's just under a kilogram. Bullshit. That is a bit bullshit. That's annoying. So what's the what's the limit of parcels you're allowed to deliver? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Can you send can you send a body? <laughs> How much would that be? I mean, I'm assuming you can post a body because you hear all these stories of people posting themselves to different countries. Yeah, um, the thing is, is that, well, I want I want to try that. Post myself to a different country because it'll be cheaper than getting a bloody plane ticket. <laughs> when I worked for DHL, I had um, to drop off a fucking marble table. A full wheel marble table. <laughs> I was by myself. Someone took someone who had the fat the the fan before me took the fucking trolley jack. So I had to use the bins to transfer it from the fan to someone's front door. And it was an elderly couple, so I had to fucking drop the cunt off in the garage. I want to know who the fuck Kyle. trusts a delivery company like DHL and the Royal Mail to deliver a marble countertop. I was trusted. Right, are you ready? Surely you would get someone to install it for you as well. <laughs> like, oh, dude, go to BNQ and get someone to come and install it for okay, you. Okay, so the royal, the royal, the royal mail, the royal family, right? The royal mail, right? A the few royal things. Family is owned right, by royal mail. Up to 20, 20 kilograms for items sent via royal mail, right? If you send something up to thirty kilograms, it gets sent by parcel force because you've got the big vans. Yeah. Um, what I have learned, Kyle, is. A large letter is a maximum of 750 grams, right? Yeah, However, if you send a tube or a roll, it can be up to two kilograms. <laughs> so, <laughs> just fit something in a tube and it's good to go. No, because yes. usually you have to pay more for tubes because you don't just put a stamp on it. You have to do the whole, yeah. it's classed as like a, it's classed as a parcel, like a box. But so what, you have to what, pay more. What I found out is the Royal Mail um, has a revenue of 10.58 billion. That's probably because they charge everybody for stamps in every single fucking letter they send. Yeah. Um, and the founder, Henry VIII of England in 1516. 50. I mean, he set up one hell of a service. He had. Now, completely useless sometimes. All the time. All the time. You still know as bad as the fucking Amazon um, delivery drivers. 
Ah, you see, you say that, but every time I order anything from Amazon, even if I don't select next day delivery, it's usually here fucking sooner than I expected. I I ordered something from Amazon. It said it wouldn't be at mine for two months. It arrived two days later. I ordered stuff to dye my hair from Amazon last night, and I'd already selected next day delivery. That was fine. It said it's due today. That is what came about 15 minutes ago. The dye itself, right which was from a third party, which was going to be here between the 15th and the 20th. I then paid an extra three quid and went, no, I want it on next day. It came at 10 o'clock this morning. So they were like, no, we can't have, we can't have it there till the 15th. And I was like, well, I'll get you an extra few quid. They were like, right, 10 o'clock this morning. Amazon, next day delivery. Yeah, that's fine. Fucking 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's because it's, the Royal Mail deliver, delivers at specific times. It's always in the fucking morning. It wasn't Royal Mail. Meanwhile, meanwhile Amazon fucking, can deliver whenever. Believe it or not, it was the most... This is probably why I got here first, to be honest. It was DPD, so he probably didn't like fucking 80 across fields and shit because they just don't, don't care about people's parcels or anyone else on the road. So. <laughs> I'm amazed you haven't had an exploded die inside the parcel. Well, it's a good job it wasn't black, black glass. Hey, <laughs> Christ. I mean, it would have been any any colour dye, if it explodes, will look like you've tried to steal something from a bank and a fucking <laughs> dye packs went off on your face. Imagine the, guy, the, uh, the, the delivery driver knocking on the door with just like raccoon. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm going to just die. Just, hey mate, I might have dropped it. <laughs> Yeah, I lost the warehouse and stuff. I made to deliver uh, delivery couriers and uh, logistics. Don't give a shit about parcels. Know, it's it's this way up, and then they deliver them upside down. It's like there's literally arrows on every side of the box. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got that at work one day. It was it was like a two thousand pound piece of machinery, <laughs> and it got delivered upside down. <laughs> Must have came from Australia. <laughs> One of my favorite things is when something gets sent to you and it says this way up and it's got all over the box and then you open the box and it's upside down in the this way up box. <laughs> sounds like something me or Jay would do on purpose. <laughs> the amount of times I've done that, it's been this way up, open the box, and it's like, that's the underside of what I've bought. <laughs> Flip it over. You like the underside of what you've bought, though. That's why you bought it. <laughs> no, it's usually what the fucking thing sits on. Oh. Uh... Christ almighty. I like how this went from a drug free episode to it just. Just slander delivery couriers. Well, they should do their job properly then. I have one. If I don't care where it's coming from, it should be here today. I'm going to go on to a topic which Amazon has a thing where you spend over 40 quid on the Amazon grocery app at the same day delivery. Because someone, because your local Amazon warehouse have a group of people hired to go to shops like Morrison's and Sainsbury's to buy you your shit and deliver it to you within within two hours. Do you know as well if you get Amazon Prime, then everything's pretty much free next day delivery. Yeah, but that's sometimes same, sometimes same day if you order early. Also, if you're on Amazon Prime, you can listen to us on that Audible. Just saying, on Amazon Music. <laughs> 
I'm about to say, why did you immediately go to Audible when Amazon Music is literally the Amazon's thing? If you, if you have Amazon Prime, then get off Amazon Music and go on Audible and listen to it because for no reason other than Jay's mind. <laughs> other than stop, swan- stop helping Amazon. And if you've got Spotify, we're also available on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> if you're on Apple Podcasts, we're also available on Spotify. <laughs> And we're also available on our website if you don't like any of those. Uh, if you don't like our website, takeitoffair.com, we're available on TuneIn Radio. YouTube. We're available on YouTube. <laughs> we're available on Deezer. We're available on some Indian podcast We're available on just about every platform that I have never fucking heard of. We're available on BBC Sounds. We're available on the moon. Go to where you get your podcast from and you can listen to it there or somewhere random if you listen to Jay. We're available on the Mars rocket on the, the space rocket to Mars from About Mars? Sorry, about Mars. Have you guys seen the notifications of me using my verified Facebook page to tag um, Taken Off Air? Yes, well, yes. I was just about to say, talking about Mars, you can't say what's going on the Mars, whatever, because we haven't been paid in Freddo's yet off Cadbury's. We've got to get that through first right. before Prime. I have applied of us to be at the next Mars Mission press conference. <laughs> yes! Oh, please say the responded. Not yet. <laughs> please tell me they said yes. No. Never mind responded. I want them to say yes. Okay, but should we have to like be up at like early in the morning just to attend a press conference for Mars where we can speak to the astronauts? Never mind that fucker. Can you imagine if they decide, right, okay, we're going to have everybody do it in America. You guys, we now need to get fucking tickets to America. No, it's um, online conference because of COVID. That's why internationals are allowed to like apply and be there straight away. So please tell me we will not be representing the UK. Otherwise, we will be the best representation <laughs> the UK has ever had. After that, like Sky News was on, oh yeah, we want press passes. So we only had one stop for the UK and someone called taking off fair has took it <laughs> what <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just an astronaut what's he <laughs> you shall stream it live on, our, on Facebook and YouTube <laughs> will you will you sponsor can we get a sponsorship from you astronauts then just a tagline appears on our website sponsored by and it's just got the Mars astronaut fucking names <laughs> Oh God Almighty! <laughs> the first podcast to be heard in space. I give you a chicken nugget to play us on Mars. I'll give you a Freddo to play us on Mars. Give you two Freddos. Stick on brand. It's Freddos. We get we get paid from we get paid by Cadbury and Freddos, and then we pay the astronauts no, in those. Cadbury's yet. Cadbury's hasn't even we respond to us yet. God, I know Cadbury's. They need to hurry up. Wait, wait. I'll, wait, I've got, Cadbury, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Right. Uh, can't we 
Oh God, he's. Do you know? Do you know how like most people are like? Oh, when we become famous, when we become infamous, not because of our podcast, but because of Jay spamming everybody. For the wrong reasons, because we'll be on everybody's every major celebrity's block list. I will say, Jay, you restraining orders from everybody. Yeah. I will say, Jay, you need to remind me on when there's like 10 minutes left of the episode or something, because I've got a topic which will lead into us basically ending the episode. Uh, um, I've just tagged at Cadbury Dairy Milk. Please. Specifically the Dairy Milk, not just all the Cadbury's. <laughs> Can you tag specifically Freddo? Freddy. Freddo, you fucking bastard. You're Spandau. Why are they called Freddos? Did we ever find out why they're called Freddos? Right, let's go see. I can't find out. Let's have another Freddo episode. Let's find out why they're called Freddo. How many Freddos can you send via the Royal Mail? <laughs> I mean, if it's two kilograms, that's a hell of a lot. <laughs> How much? Is, how I've got a Rocky bar here, right? Not sponsored, but this is about the size of a Freddo, a little bit smaller. Let's see how many grams this is, and then we can sort guess. Yes. Typed in why are Freddo because I'm in the middle of typing in why are Freddos called Freddos, right? Yes. And the four suggested are why are Fred stores close closing? Why are right. Fred Olsen cruises so expensive? Why are freedoms important? And why are Freddos so damn expensive? <laughs> Why are freedoms important? Yeah. Yes. I like that one. Hold on, guys. What, what? Is that Jake on? Yeah. Right. <laughs> see people wandering around the background. Jay's doing his annual drug deal, that's what it is. That's not his dealer. <laughs> um... Hey. <gasps> Cadbury's, you bastards. What are Cadbury's a bastards for? Freddo is a chocolate bar trend, a chocolate bar brand, sorry, shaped like an anthropomorphic fro- cartoon frog. It was originally manufactured by the now defunct company Mac Robertson's, an Australian's confectionery company, but is now produced by Cadbury. So Cadbury's ruined Mac, Mac Robertson's of Australia. <laughs> Some of the more popular flavours include strawberry and peppermint. I feel like that's going to be a Japan thing because they just make loads of flavors for random shit. Oh, I like this. Right. I want to know where I can get these from. The product was invented in 1930 by Harry Melbourne, an 18 year old McRobertson's employee. Um, in 1967, McRobertson's was sold to Cadbury, which incorporated Freddo Frogs into its own product range. The chocolate was originally sold in Australia, but has been introduced into several other markets. I don't know why it's called Freddo. Does oh, it not say around. anywhere why it's actually called Freddo? Do I have a... F- n- n- hold on. Could it be an Australian slang for something? Like, his mate was called Fred, so they just called him Freddo, and then they just ended up naming the bar after him or some shit. Dude. Or like a pet frog. Can you see my screen? Yes. Uh, 1930s Freddo advert. Oh, here we go. What the shit? That's a 1930s Freddo advert. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I love it. I like the old school advertising campaigns. <laughs> they were always absolutely mad. I like how you just know the history of Fredo. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out why he's called that. Uh, 
everything from taking off air leads back to Fredo. If we don't get sponsored by them one day, I'm going to be pissed. Are you ready? So uh, Fredo could have been different. In 1930, the McRobinsons chocolate company were looking to add a new product to their children's range. Initial designs were for a chocolate mouse, but were rejected as Harry Melbourne felt that women and children were afraid of mice and would dislike the product. So they went for frogs instead. Yeah, it was instead decided to produce a chocolate frog branded as Fredo Frog. There were four varieties, milk chocolate, white chocolate, half milk, half white, and milk chocolate with peanuts. I like all these varieties. Why aren't these any anywhere anymore? The only varieties that you can seem to get your hands on is milk chocolate and caramel. I want I want peppermint. Peppermint sounds nice. Since the success I want strawberry, I want I want white chocolate, I want mixed. I want everything. I want every flavour of Freddo you can have. Freddo Freddo Frogs became a Cadbury product range in nineteen sixty seven when McRobertsons were sold to Cadbury. In Australia, Freddo Frogs are manufactured in Ringwood, Victoria and Claremont, Tasmania. Since the success of Freddo, an alternative chocolate named Caramello Koala, formerly known as Caramello Bear, was made by Cadbury and has been created. Caramello Koala is the only flavour in which white chocolate is not shaped like Freddo, but shaped like a koala instead. So it's not much of a difference. So they bought it off the Australians, turned it into... Turned, yeah, turned, it, turned it into a koala and then sent it back. That's a bit racist. Uh, Fredo bars were released in the UK market in 1973 and withdrawn in 1979. They were relaunched after 15 years in the UK with a caramel-filled version, which was sold in a yellow rubber. This was formerly known as the Taz Bar. Remember Taz Bars? I remember Taz Bars. This is what original Fredos were, Jay. Caramel Fredos were Taz Bars. Oh, yeah. dude. Taz Bars featuring the Looney Tunes character. They disappeared for several years before returning under the Fredo image in 1994. Fredo Bars returned to the UK. Chops were 10p each, but some local stores chose, chose to sell them at 5p each, unlike the larger stores like Asda and Tesco. It's Asda and Tesco's fault that Fredos have got more expensive. Oh, damn it. Anna, my, my uh, uncle used to sell them for 5p and... Um, what was it? Like 2p at one point, I think there were. In the UK, the price of Fredo was informally used to measure the cost of living and inflation rates. Yeah! <laughs> With each generation comparing a different price. When Fredo bought was relaunched in the 90s, it was priced at 10p. The price of a Fredo remained, remained at 10p until 2005, when the Fredo bar roughly increased in price by 2p a year. Jay's on the Cadbury website he's going to get in touch with Cadbury directly ask them why they call Fredo say why did you steal it off McRobertson's you racists if we get sponsored does that mean that our that our mascot can be Fredo the Frog one of the, questions, one of the related frog. questions is how bad is a Fredo oh they've, the got, like a, they've, got, like, they've got like a tax box what what is that where they don't pay the tax? No tax box, I think you've got. Samples and donations. Click read more. Kyle. Yes. As of May 2017, Fredo had hit 200% inflation in 17 years. Yeah, sounds about fucking right. Read more. I received a lot of messages on the land of public travel requests to find out more information. Are we. A COVID-19 relief efforts, a child will request, or product samples. Product samples. Product samples, product samples and sponsorship. We would like to sample a million pounds worth of the product. We believe in product samples <laughs> if I could. We would run out of chocolate. Look out for promotional teams who have sometimes visit town cities with uh, other protocol. I'm for sure, bigger part of that for sure. 
No problem. Um, start again. What? Are they being told no? Basically, it's like, we're going to run out of chocolate. Samples and donations. <laughs> um, Chowpool requests. Boards of Ch- Cabby's Foundation we support charities close to our site so that colleagues can contribute their time and skills. Our approach is to actively seek products to support and therefore, unfortunately, we cannot accept any unsolicited applications. Uh, I think I'll pass. Contact us. We can't accept any unsolicited applications, Jay. I think I'll pass. Message our consumer <laughs> care team. Contact form. Oh, Jay, you've got a total human. You're definitely not going to get any. <laughs> uh, product advertisement company. Website uh, company about uh, advertisement. I said with the send with Freddos. Please choose um, suggestion, inquiry, praise, or complaint. Complaint? Well, I'm getting any friends <laughs> yet. <laughs> suggestion, bring taskbars back in 10 pence, you bastards. Well, what am I doing, lads? Like, come on, help me out here. Yeah. Kyle's AWOL, Jordan's AWOL. <laughs> Sorry, yes, I'm back. I'm just getting news. Right. Please, inquiries, suggestions, or complaints, Kyle, for Cadbury's. It actually said you can get pop, pop and candy Freddos over here. Inquiries. She's in the same country as us. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen pop and candy Freddos. First name. No. Right. Taken off air. First name. <laughs> First name, taken. Second name, off air. Taken <laughs> off air. Uh, That's just rejected. Info <laughs> at take at like I would do it live. How <laughs> soon? No, this is this is what this this is five. This two, is what uh, our uh, podcasters became. <laughs> just <laughs> no, two organizations. Fuck's sake! House number Mars. One, two, three, more. <laughs> one sent us three pedals. We are too poor to have an office because we no one accepts Freddos as currency. Jay, why do you always put why do you always have two as two? Take away the second O in two. Uh, uh, two. There we go. Postcode, no. <laughs> You know that's not going to get through the spam folder. <laughs> Just popping that out. <laughs> not seeing any of what the emails did anyway, but you know. Christ Almighty! He'll not help you now. You wasted your time after you filled it in like that. <laughs> <laughs> we are a podcast that receives approximately approximately a flood key. <laughs> <laughs>
I like how we see him. It's Kyle. Do you have anything else to talk about? Yeah. White is emails and everything. Uh, I'm going to talk about the fact that, and it's something that Jay will love. Yeah, it's to do with J.R.R. Tolkien's granddaughter. Right, can we can we just hold that? Oh, great. Can we hold that topic while we are on this topic off? Can we for a bit? Yeah. Step back from the mic and stop abusing large corporations. <laughs> we, yes. I've abused uh, Elon Musk. It's my time to abuse Capri's. We have talked. I feel like I feel like that's gonna that's gonna be the largest quote from the bloody restraining <laughs> order hearing. Jay's gonna be sitting in front of away from the mic. Jay's gonna be sitting in front of the with a bottle of water, looking for you like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. We're on your product. Hashtag. Um, hashtag. Hashtag and Cadbury's in the emails. Bring back hashtag fellow. No, but Kyle, me and, me and Jay discovered something. You know Caramel Freddos? Yes. When they were first released in the UK, can you remember them? They were Looney Tunes and they were called Tazbars. I was here when you said that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was just before I left, yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I barely remember them. Didn't what was the other stuff? You had Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny and stuff. There's all other things as yeah, well. Yeah, I think I, don't, I can't remember, but I think they were just solid chocolates. I think they were. Yeah, I think they were just solid chocolate. But for some reason, the Tasmanian g- Devil got caramel. The Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> devil. Yeah. It's what he is now. This seat is so bloody uncomfortable since I broke the spring. I don't just breathing heavy because he's getting excited. So. <laughs> yeah, <that's> a- <laughs> He's just breathless. I'm breathless. What this fellow's like, right? Um, we are a podcast that receives approximately one kid listeners daily on average. We talk <laughs> about your product, Freddles, as a legitimate currency. <laughs> you can find this episode. I get the CEO Cadbury's <laughs> listening to one of the podcasts. <laughs> Titled Federal Economy on any podcast platform you wish. Email if you. (laughs) I'll try to write Cadbury and and go Cadbury. To the episode. We are big fans of Federal and we have a mission. To bribe corporations for sponsors sponsorship by paying them in fellows. Yes. Jay. Jay, remember we have to have a we have to run a podcast and not just a stream. Fred <laughs> <laughs> as what I mean what are we all about? The 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 <coughs> Cadbury's head office is in Uxbridge Business Park in London. We should we shall storm the gates. Day trip to London. Day trip to London storm the gate of Freddo's. Also, <laughs> please, sir, can we have some more? Would you like to see if you can find an email address for Dirk Van der Put? Who's Dirk Van der Put? The chairman is here. Can you please have a friendly donation? Or- Dirk to start economy <laughs> sponsorship for Ferdos. It all sucks 
successful, we shall pay you in feathers for this kind Chester. Chip? Yeah? Uh, uh, Forget about Cadbury's. We'll have to go above their head here and go to their parent company, Mondelez International. Well, send me a link to that. <laughs> oh, fuck sake, man. Right, can we do this after the episode? Because people listening to the podcast are just going to find a book. People in the, listening to the podcast are just going to be sitting there going, what the fuck are these guys doing? Because they can't see you filling in the fucking online form. They just hear you slowly talking. Right, now you go. I, if anyone's just watching the live stream, you can see on, our, on my screen, Cadbury confirmation, screen. your message has been sent. Thank you. <sighs> oh, shit. So we have a fish. I'm nearly asleep listening to that. Right. <laughs> Let's go. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm just realised what you've done. I'll talk about it, it offline. What have I done? No, it's, a, it's fine. But no. Uh, right. Spat my my, no. my my next topic is actually to do with all this chocolate and stuff because it's going to be what we fucking need if we end up eating this fucking much Lord, chocolate. You piece of shit. It is about um, and it's token's granddaughter. No, uh, this is. I'll. I can talk about that one later if you want. I thought this one was more relevant to the current thing of Freddo's, which is that a new discovery about a drug developed for Alzheimer's patients might replace fillings for cavity repair in your teeth. Uh, it stimulates stem cells in the pulp of teeth, promoting new dentine production and natural tooth repair. Basically, this drug regrows teeth. I need a stroke. So you can eat you can eat as many Freddos as you wish because this will regrow your teeth. Maybe because Freddos are so expensive anyway, you could afford to buy it. You could put this drug in Freddos. That is so good. Or just so, counter So are we just basically going to start drugging people with our drugged up Freddos in our federal economy? Yes. This sounds like a perfect plan. I like this idea. Think about it. Think about it. If we take over the Freddo economy, we'll make it a thing, right? That means that Freddo's will be the only chocolate that helps your teeth. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter that you can peel drugs. We'll cross over that. People do that all the time. And because Freddo's because the price of Freddo's has inflated 200% in only only a few years, yeah, it means... so cheaper. To be to be able to afford the afford the drugs will probably be cheaper than to be able to afford the Freddos. <laughs> so if we can get a free supply of Freddos, we're sorted. Can we not just skip like stop with the same drug to regrow teeth and meth? Can we just? Are we just put it in things that lose your teeth and then? <laughs> yeah. Can we manufacture our own Freddos? No, that'd be copyrighted. How, how, how has our brand become? How come we have to check other brands? <laughs> <laughs> what we do best we're British we take over places and colonise them yeah. <laughs> yeah but not companies <laughs> well, you say that yeah I'll, I'll say that but that's what I noticed of, of Jay before it's going to be quite funny when we finish recording <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, apparently that this new drug was developed for and trial to treat Alzheimer's uh, it also happens to promote natural tooth regrowth um, the natural tooth regrowth mechanism grows your teeth allowing <laughs> allowing the tooth to repair cavities 
So it'll, it'll not only help help you with Alzheimer's, it'll regrow your teeth. So there's going to be a lot of old people out there that suddenly get the memories back, along with the teeth being <laughs> a, as long, yeah, along with the teeth. There's, there's something a drug I can't wait to sink my teeth into. Oh dear God, you've been waiting to yes, see it. Yes, I have. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's got a name that you can't really say unless you've lost all your teeth because it's called Tyra Glusbub. I'm sure that's exactly t- t- how it's pronounced. Tide Glusib. It's yeah, it's literally Tide Glusib. This was enough like Glusib. Tide Glusib. Some shit like that. <laughs> it works by stimulating stem cells in, in the pulp of the teeth, which is the source of new dentine. Dentine is the mineral, mineral, uh, mineralized <laughs> substance beneath tooth enamel <laughs> that gets eaten away by tooth decay. So basically, you regrow your enamel. So you can't regrow your full teeth. Like, you can't be Wolverine and regrow everything perfectly. But if you've got shit enamel, you can regrow did your he, enamel. Did you say you can regrow enamel? Yes. Right, your uh, audio did a your audio did a weird little thing there, and it said regrow, and then it came back at apple. I thought you were regrowing camels or something. Yes, I am going to regrow camels. Regrow your camel. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I think that's regrow work. Uh, It might do. Might fucking work. Can we use it on Jake? We just inject it into his feet and make him taller. (laughs) <laughs> I injected, on that. Well, you injected stuff in my feet to make me grow taller. No, it'll grow his feet outwards and you'll just look even more like a hobbit. He <laughs> <laughs> just looks like a clown. <laughs> if it works, then oh. you'll be the smallest in this um, group. Yeah, but it won't. You'll just end up with big feet and it'll be funny. <laughs> Thanks. Besides, you're the guinea pig if it works, I'll have it as well. <laughs> you're not having it. Fuck that, you. I'm the smallest. Me and Jim start eating a suspicious amount of Freddo's next thing you know, we're both six foot seven. I just like the fact you're testing it on Jay first. Well, yeah, I'm not going to human guinea pig. I'm going to do clinical trials on myself. I'm the only one in this group. Out of all four of us, right? Sorry to say, but I'm the only one that has that serves more for, uh, of uh, importance at the minute. How do you work that out? Because I'm the only one that has children that so look after them, my children. I work in a school. I have 700 children which depend on me. Oh, I'm sure you can be easily replaced. Huh? <laughs> oh no, school is have 700 children depend on me. <laughs> To teach him how to turn the computers on and off again to make it work. Yeah, who's going to do that? If he's not there. At the moment, there's one that's in the future. So, what? Yeah. At school uh, or a child? No, my girlfriend's child. Uh, uh, you confused me there. I'm glad I confused you. I think there was an IT technician in the future. I thought he was. Like, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> You killed Kyle. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it. It's because I've, I've run out of tea. I've run out of cook. I'm now onto water. And Jay. water doesn't no, no, do enough. No, 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 no,
John doesn't John doesn't learn either, so he will repeatedly walk in the door. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> just a finger. Oh, Kyle, you're muted. Your mic is hypersensitive today. You've changed sentence or something. Yeah, your mic is so hypersensitive. Every time you do anything loud, it just peaks. <laughs> also, every time you do anything loud, you seem to move closer towards your mic. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean no, don't do that. You, like, no. Creepy guests no. and Welcome to Tiff of Fairness and Pop Podcasts. <laughs> can I mute you? You can't mute can me. Only a producer or dolls can mute me. I am the producer. Ashley. Don't ask Ashley. Because Ashley. Ashley will not get shit. Yes. <laughs> Ashley, you go and get yes. <laughs> Ashley, you gorgeous girl. <laughs> just muted him finally some peace and quiet why do you do that for woman <laughs> what See, I, told, I told you he goes more Scottish when he gets annoyed I'm not fucking annoyed <laughs> I'm not just made it something weird and he's got beautiful to do he has even Will saying you are <laughs> oh. just muted him again <laughs> <laughs> just as he was about to talk as well <laughs> I hate you all you feel it's mutual why is it why, why is it made like it always gets victimized you start I mean, you whispering you on yourself yeah you started the weird horrible ASMR whispering self-inflicted if you want to do an ASMR podcast do it on your own time <laughs> don't try to sit into it <laughs> yeah, actually, I love the fact that Jay told her told her about it, and then it backfired on him. <laughs> yeah. Ashley probably didn't even realize until he said only the producer and him could do it. Yeah, but he did say only the producer can do it, and I am the producer. And then he got muted <laughs> by the producer, <laughs> by the editor. Sorry. Would you like to carry on? <laughs> Yes. Kyle has, Jay, more, Kyle has one more topic to talk about 10 minutes before the end. And Kyle, what is this? This is the topic of pure, perfect advertising, right? You cannot get any better advertising than this because it's something that was so brilliantly advertised, it didn't actually exist when it was getting sold. Is it rich energy energy drink? No, it's a drink called, it's mint lemonade, right? In Israel, it was called limonana. I feel like that could exist quite easily. It was was called limonana in Israel. The word was coined for an advertising campaign to promote bus advertising in which various celebrities were shown promoting a drink called limonana, right? (laughs) A blend of lemon and mint, which was in the end revealed to be fictitious. It became so wanted and people were saying like, why can't I buy this? Where can I buy this? That places just started making it and selling it. And now it's a real thing because an advertising campaign made a fake drink that kicked off so well that everybody just went, fuck it, we'll want it, we're going to make it. Why don't we just make a new drink? 
It is. It's made <laughs> with whole mint leaves, mint flavored syrup, or pureed mint leaves, and may be served over ice cubes or blended with in with ice into a smoothie. <laughs> it is sometimes called a virgin mojito. Oh, well, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's found in North America, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East, and is uh, attested since the early 20th century. So the Virgin Mojito was originally just an advert for nothing that it didn't exist. Some of that didn't exist. Yeah, it was it was just created as a way to advertise bus adverts on the side of buses, just like use up the space on the side of buses. So they can use up the space on the side of buses. If any bus companies want advertising, instead of putting mint flavored lemonade on your bus, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah so that is the type of advertising that we need to aspire to to the point where we can sell something that doesn't exist I feel like I, mm, give it a go think of something you think of a good product I'll sell it when it doesn't exist <laughs> taken off air no it doesn't exist that doesn't count <laughs> I mean you never know it might not exist at some point well, yeah that's a good point well probably won't uh, we're not going to exist Jason- forever Jay's found a drink lab. So this is the thing. I've seen people make their own gins and stuff. You can go to places and they've got a selection of different flavoured gins and you can make your own concoction. So, I want to do this. Jay? Yes? Why is it so zoomed in, Jay? Me and you discussed something know. a long time ago. Yes, it's still mm. developing that. Is it a BR or something, like a craft BR or something? No. Can we get a taken off air beer? We're going to do that. Yeah. Or vodka or something. Vodka. It has to be vodka because you're Russian. And me and Jay drink more spirits and beer. And Jordan will drink vodka if you tell him it's water. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's shaking his head and saying, no, I have done it a couple of times at parties. Yeah. Right. He's had a few beers. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. On that note, you have been listening to Taking Off Air. Look forward to our future alcohol endeavours where we bring out Taken Off Air vodka, Taken Off Air tequila, Taken Off Air tequila. You said tequila twice. The second. The second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to think of this te- te- tequila and off air. Tequila and off air. <laughs> Oh, you have been listening to Taken Off Air. Thank you very most. I am your host, Jay. You have been- I am your host, Kyle. And those two aren't going to interact. And Stefan, who has been down as Dwayne Pipe the entire time. I was waiting for Jay to click and break. I, I clicked when he first joined, and I was like, that's, that's the last shittest name you've had. This. I know he, was dis- he was disappointed because it's not an innuendo, it's just Dwayne Pike. Do you know why? Do you know? Okay, I'll tell you the full story behind it and then it's funnier. Why? Because it sounds like someone with a, with a um, list, with a, no, not I'll, a list, I'll like tell you. Jonathan Moss. I'll tell you after the, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. But anyway, yes, thank you very much for listening. Jay is now going to go through all of our, I was going to say sponsors, but no, all of our contact details. So if you would like to find us anywhere, Jay, take it away. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash taken off air. You can find us on twitter.com forward slash taken off air. You can follow us on Instagram at swept aside productions. You can email us at taken off air at gmail.com. 
And you can even find us on Reddit at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash take it off air. Or every single dis- every single link is in the description on any part podcast platform you're listening to underneath the episode details where I just write random shit that, um, that has a secret message in every single what do you call it? Every single description find the secret message, tell me the secret message and you can win either merch or freddles, I haven't decided yet. Thank you very much have a lovely day, I am off to make myself a coffee God damn it, Ashley <laughs> <laughs>